Have you seen the movie Good Will Hunting? It's one of my favorite movies. And the scene I'm thinking about right now is a scene where Robin Williams is talking to Will and let him know it's not his fault. It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. All right. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Well, just like Will, it's not your fault. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Infertility is a complex and emotionally challenging issue that affects millions of us around the world. For those struggling with infertility, it could feel like a very personal issue. One that's sometimes accompanied by feelings of shame, guilt, and inadequacy. Infertility is a complex and emotionally challenging issue that affects millions of people around the world. For those of us struggling with infertility, it can sometimes feel very personal. One that's sometimes accompanied by things like shame, guilt, and inadequacy. However, it's important to recognize that Infertility is never your fault. There's nothing you ever did to cause it. But there are many reasons why people may feel that way. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about that. And in addition to feeling the blame, infertility can put a significant strain on relationships, as couples often struggle to come to terms with the challenges that they face. Women and men also have different perspectives on infertility, which can shape our views and experiences of the issue, causing sometimes turmoil because women don't understand what men think and men don't understand what women think. For women, infertility can be especially a difficult issue as they're often expected to bear the primary responsibility for childbearing. This can lead to feelings of inadequacy, guilt and shame, as many women feel that they're less of a woman because they're unable to conceive. For men, they never played with dolls when they were younger. But women have played with dolls. Being a mother wasn't just something that they might do. Being a mother was something that they were supposed to do. In life, when we don't meet our expectations, that's what causes things like depression. Because we had an expectation and when we didn't meet it, And then we feel guilt, so much guilt that then even if the partner is not putting pressure on the other partner, they still feel like they're not doing their job in the relationship. It's actually no different than when men lose a job. We've always been told that we are going to be the breadwinners or that we're going to take care of a family. And so when a man loses his job, women will sometimes say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. We'll make it. But for them, their livelihood is gone because they feel that was something they were supposed to bring. And so men don't understand that about 
female, just like females don't understand that about men when it comes to their job. For a man, when a woman can't have a kid, in their mind, they go, well, we could just adopt or do something. But that's because they see the solution is just having the kid. What they're not seeing is the fact that the woman believed it was their job and they feel inadequate by not providing that. And even though as men, we don't look at the women and go, why didn't they do this for us? For women, in their mind, they think, well, if I expected something from him and he didn't give it to me, then I'd be upset and disappointed. He must be disappointed with me. Now, I, I will preface that there are some cultures where it is very important for women to have babies. And if they don't, the men will even divorce them. And obviously, that is not right in my mind, um, but that does happen in certain cultures. But what we're talking about is more, you know, Western culture where most people would not divorce someone just because they couldn't have a kid. But that being said, many people do get divorced because of not having kids. And most of that is self-inflicted because of the guilt. For example, in one study, they found that 27% of couples who had received a diagnosis of infertility had divorced within five years of their marriage versus compared to the general population of only 14% of people who had a divorce after just five years. In the journal Human Reproduction, they found that 50% of women and 15% of men experience a decrease in their marital satisfaction due to infertility. The point here is that there's stress. And it's very important for you to talk to your partner or to seek counseling if this ever happens because it's not your fault. You didn't do anything to cause this. I see patients who are athletes or professional sports people who have infertility and they're as healthy as can be. But people sometimes think, well, I'm not as healthy. Maybe that's the problem. or Maybe I'm trying too hard. But no one has never not got pregnant because they tried too hard or that they were stressing too much. It's not your fault. And although I've been talking a lot about how women feel, men also can feel a sense of inadequacy if they can't have good sperm numbers. Sometimes men may even have impotence due to this feeling. I used to always say that my sperm count was bad, but my parts still worked and it never really got me down. But for some people, they don't see those as different things. And when they think that their sperm levels are bad, they feel emasculated. The important thing here is to realize that infertility does not define a person or their worth. Infertility is a medical condition. It's not a person failing. There are many ways to build a happy, fulfilling life, even if having biological children is not possible. My goal of this podcast was to make sure everyone realizes they're not alone. Stress on a relationship happens with infertility. It's important to communicate openly and honestly with one another throughout the entire process. It's normal for us to feel that when we think something, that someone else is thinking that too. But 
as you probably know through life, men and women think completely different. And what you're thinking is probably not what he's thinking. And what he's thinking is probably not what she's thinking. And it goes beyond traditional relationships. It's well known that even in same-sex couples, there is a feeling of guilt when things aren't working. And divorces occur at higher rates as well when there's infertility in their relationship. If you find that talking to each other and being open is not working, it's not unreasonable to even seek out counseling. The emotional challenges in infertility is hard to navigate at times. Let's start with one fact that affects everyone, that everyone has those same feelings of guilt and feeling inadequate. Please don't let your infertility define you. And what I mean by that is, don't let that become part of your relationship. I find a lot of men get frustrated because they feel like they no longer have their partner anymore. They feel like their partner is now so focused on infertility that what made their relationship great is no longer great anymore. And everything has become about fertility. And it's true. We literally put our lives on hold and everything comes about fertility. And why wouldn't it? That's the one thing you wanted. That's the one thing I wanted. That's why my wife and I, that's all we focused on. And it also took a toll on our relationship because we were no longer husband and wife. We were now a couple trying to have a baby and it defined us. What I can tell you is, is that every struggle I went through, I would do again to have my kids. Having a family was so important to me. And just like many people, it affected our relationship. And luckily we were able to talk and get through it. But what I can tell you is, is that what makes my family so great and enjoyable is that it's with my wife. And even having kids probably won't be as fulfilling if it can't be together. Just remember, it's not your fault. Infertility does not define you. If you feel the burden is too great and affecting your relationship, take a step back and focus on your relationship and involve a counselor. But most of all, know you are not alone. You are not the oddity. You are the norm. Sorry for the super serious podcast tonight, but I think it's important. You know, this is a tough, tough challenge, infertility. And some people are lucky and happens right away. But for many of us, it's not that easy. And it takes years. And sometimes some of us don't even come ahead. If you guys like this podcast and other podcasts, as I always say, please tell people about us. Give us a five-star review. And most of all, I look forward to talking to you again next week on Talk About Fertility Tuesday. Tuesday.